0: God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, You shall tell the children of Israel this. I am has sent me to you. Exodus 3.14 Dear God, thank you that you know our names. You know everything about us and you love us very much. As we read the Bible story of Moses and his conversation with God, Help us to listen and understand that you always hear us when we talk to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids' Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com slash blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. A conversation with fire. In our last story, we learned about how the Israelites became slaves of Egypt and how Moses was found by Pharaoh's daughter by the river and then reunited with his mother. In this story... We will learn how Moses grew up and became concerned about his people being treated poorly by the Egyptians. And despite his flaws, God calls Moses to lead his people, as inspired by the book of Exodus. Thank you for
0: praying with me. I'm Julia Sadler, and welcome to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today we get to hear the Bible story of how God answered the Israelites desperate prayers with an unlikely rescue plan. What was it? Let's find out together.
1: Now Moses was all grown up and he was troubled at how the Egyptians were treating the Hebrews. While looking out, he saw an Egyptian beating one of the Hebrew slaves. Moses looked all around to see if he could get away with defending the Hebrew man. After looking, he saw no one around and struck down the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. The next day, Moses went out to where the Hebrews were and saw two of them fighting each other. Moses cried out, Why are you fighting against your own companion? The Hebrew said back to Moses, Why are you judging us? Are you going to hide us in the sand like you did the Egyptian? Moses became fearful because his horrible act had become known. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, heard about what Moses had done and tried to strike him down. Moses then fled from Pharaoh and hid in the land of Midian, where he settled down by a well. As forty long years passed, Moses was married to Zipporah, and spent his time shepherding his father-in-law's sheep. One day, while tending to the flock, Moses came across a peculiar sight. Off in the distance, a bush was on fire, but it was not burning up. Well, that's odd, Moses thought. I better have a closer look and see what's going on here. Filled with curiosity, Moses slowly approached the bush. Suddenly, he was startled by the sound of a powerful voice. Moses! Moses! The voice called out. Yes, here I am, the shepherd nervously replied. Quick, take off your shoes. You're standing on holy ground. I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham of Isaac, and of Jacob. Hearing this, Moses immediately covered his face. He was afraid to look at God, even if he was in the form of a bush. My people are suffering, the Lord continued. I've heard them crying. They are being badly treated by the Egyptians, and I am going to send someone to rescue them. I've chosen you, Moses. You will go and talk to Pharaoh on my behalf and lead my people to a land flowing with milk and honey. Moses was stunned. Me? he exclaimed. I can't possibly be the right choice for this job. There's got to be someone else more qualified. The Lord was patient with Moses and assured him, Don't worry. I will be there with you the whole time. But, uh, Lord, Moses questioned. What if Pharaoh asks who sent me? I don't even know what your official name is. The powerful voice continued. I am who I am. Tell Pharaoh that I am has sent you. For I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When you go to Egypt, the Israelites will listen and believe you but Pharaoh won't. So I'm going to stretch out my hand and strike the Egyptians with mighty wonders that show my power. Then Pharaoh will let you go." After hearing this, Moses was still very hesitant. So the Lord told him, "'Take the staff in your hand and throw it on the ground.' Moses obeyed, and the staff immediately became a snake, He ran from it, but the Lord said, "'Pick up the snake by the tail.' As soon as he did, it turned back into a staff. "'Now put your hand inside your pocket,' God instructed. Moses did, but when he took it out, his hand was covered in leprosy. The Lord told him to once again put his hand in his pocket, and in an instant the leprosy was completely gone. The Lord stated, You will perform these signs in Egypt to prove to Pharaoh and his officials that I sent you. But if they're still not convinced after this, I'll help you turn the Nile River into blood. Moses continued to give excuses. Oh, Lord, he said, please don't make me go. I'm, I'm not very good at talking. I never have been. I'm slow with words, and I know there must be someone else who would do a better job. At this, the Lord became angry with Moses and said, Who gives people their mouths to speak? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? I do. I'll be with you every step of the way and tell you what to say. But Moses tried once again. Please, Lord, Please don't make me go. I'm really nervous about this. Then the Lord said to his servant, you can take your brother Aaron to help. He's already on his way and he'll be happy to do it. Now stop making excuses and start on your way to Egypt. Also, don't forget your staff. You'll need it when you perform these miracles. You are going to do great things for me. So, after informing his father-in-law, Moses obeyed the Lord and started his journey to Egypt.
0: Moses, the baby from the basket in the river, is all grown up. But even though Pharaoh now has an adopted Hebrew grandson, he continues to treat Moses' people, the Israelites, horribly. In fact, the Israelites were suffering greatly. Day after day, they cried out to God, Deliver us! Set us free from the Egyptians, they prayed. And nothing happened. They didn't hear anything. But God was listening. Have you ever prayed and asked God for something, but then nothing happened? Did you get scared that God didn't hear you? Or worse, that he heard you but didn't care? Dear one, God always listens when you talk to him. He loves you very much. God hears your prayers, even if you don't hear his answer. And when God heard the prayers of the Israelites, he answered with a mighty rescue plan. Only it didn't seem very mighty at the beginning, especially to Moses. Do you remember what he did? When Moses saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew slave, Moses got angry and killed the Egyptian. You see, even though he lived like a prince, Moses still cared about his real family, the Israelites. But instead of asking for God's help to rescue them, he tried to do it all by himself. After he killed the Egyptian, Moses hid him in the sand, and he hoped nobody had seen what he had done. But someone did, and soon everyone knew even Pharaoh. Moses was so scared, he did the only thing he could think of. He ran away, far, far away to the desert, and he stayed there for 40 long years. Do you think Moses felt like God remembered him out there in the desert? No. Do you think the Israelites felt like God cared about their suffering in Egypt? No. Do you think the Egyptians thought anyone could stop their cruelty? No, but they were all wrong. God did see Moses in the desert. God did care about the Hebrews crying in Egypt. And God did see the terrible behavior of the Egyptians. And he had a plan to fix it all. That's what Moses learned when God visited him in the desert. You see, Moses was out watching sheep when he saw something strange and wonderful. It was a bush on fire, but it wasn't burning up. And God spoke to Moses out of the fire. He said, Moses, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. I have seen the suffering of my people in Egypt, and I am coming to rescue them. He told Moses his plan. I am sending you, Moses, to Pharaoh. You must lead my people, Israel, out of Egypt. Moses was terrified. Go back to Egypt? No. That's where he had failed. Everyone knew it. But how could he help? He was just a shepherd now, not a prince. Besides, people in Egypt believed in many gods, not one. And all their gods had funny names. Would anyone even know Moses God? Moses decided to ask. If someone asked me your name, what should I tell them? God answered, I am who I am. Tell the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. That's a powerful name, isn't it? Some people think it's short for I am with you. But even though God would be with him, Moses kept finding excuses not to go to Egypt. Finally, God told him to stop thinking about everything Moses couldn't do and instead think about everything God could do, which turned out to be a lot more than anyone ever imagined. I'm so glad you joined me for today's story. Come back next time to hear what happens when Moses goes back to Egypt and what Pharaoh says. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story for you, and it's all true. Please leave us a review if you enjoyed this podcast. Reviews help parents find this podcast and spread the good news around the world. Thank you for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in the Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app, For free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and it helps you have conversations that support you in having bold faith in a broken world. You will be empowered, excited, and inspired in your faith. I'm so excited for you to join me for Unapologetic Weekly, wherever you get your podcasts.